0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your guy, JR, and thanks for tuning in as I take you across the world of sports. I'll share with you the major storylines, give you updates, and my opinions on different topics. Let's go. Everybody, welcome back to the All Things Sports episode number 12. I'm your guy JR. Hope you're having a good week thus far. Um, today on this episode, we're going to cover the weekend action that happened in college football. We're going to talk some UFC 281, um, some NFL, a little bit of baseball, and we're going to do something new. I'm going to give you my predictions on some of the NFL games uh, this coming week, and of course the rant of the week so again hope y'all are having a good week thanks for tuning in thanks for the support and let's go ahead and dig in so getting to college football um number one Georgia defeats mississippi state 45 to 19 stetson bennett was a 25 of 37 for 289 yards three touchdowns two interceptions georgia continues to dominate sec play as they will play for the SEC Championship. Um, I still don't have a lot of faith in Stetson Bennett, but he continues to produce, continues to play, and play well, excuse me. And with that defense, um, they continue to hold opponents, you know, to not scoring a lot, hold the yardage down. That defense is starting to become uh, like it was last year. It's an elite defense. Kirby Smart can coach the heck out of a defense. So I just don't trust Stetson Bennett i mean i know he's proven that he can win uh with the weapons around him and that run game but i just there's something about him that i just don't trust the two interceptions um he seems to throw you know have turnovers uh and 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 multiple games and times where you know you don't need a turnover so i don't know we'll see but i do think that georgia obviously is going to win the SC championship when they play lsu Uh, We'll get to LSU here in a minute. I do think they'll beat them and go on to and you know go on to the playoffs, and we'll see what happens then. But Georgia, for the most part, defeats Mississippi State, and for the most part, you know, looks like the best team in the country Uh, right now. Have been all year, it seems like. So I don't know. We'll see what they do. If Stetson Bennett can play turnover-free football, then they'll you know they'll go on to repeat as national champions, which is very hard to do. But with an elite defense. Um, an elite coach and Kirby Smart. They do have elite playmakers, especially at the tight end position with Brock Bowers, probably the best tight end in the country, and um, Darnell Washington, they're going to they're, they're gonna be a problem. So watch out for Georgia. Moving on, number two, Ohio State defeats Indiana 56-14. to 14. C.J. Stroud, who I want the Panthers to draft, <laughs> was 17 of 28, 297 yards and five touchdowns. Marvin Harrison, Jr., seven receptions for 135 yards and one touchdown. And their outstanding running back, Mayan Williams, ran for 147 yards and a touchdown on 15 carries. Check this out. All in the first round, uh, first half. He left in the first half due to an injury. Um, Hopefully I haven't seen the extent of the injury. Uh, I know they were worried about him, but they lost him for the rest of the game. Hopefully he'll be okay because he's been outstanding for them this year. 147 yards and a touchdown all in the first half. He was going to easily run for over 200 yards in that game. But hopefully he's okay. They can get him back. But C.J. Stroud, once again, five touchdowns, um, was phenomenal. Over 60% completion. Uh, Almost 300 yards. Just just a phenomenal player. Does all his work from the pocket. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr. looks like. The best receiver in the country outside of uh, Hyatt from Tennessee. I mean, it, to me, it's one and two with them. But Marvin Harrison Jr. can run every route in the route tree. Hyatt, you know, he's more of a he's gonna beat you down the field type guy. But Marvin Harrison Jr. can run every route: stop and go, hitch, uh, straight down the field, uh, up, you know, any a post, skinny post, it don't matter. He can run any route that you need him to um hence his dad was one of the greatest receivers of all time so of course he's going to be able to do that but just one of the best receivers It's not the best in the country CJ Stroud accurate strong arm don't do a lot with his legs he does everything you know most of his damage from the pocket with his arm so I my take on this is and I've said it from the get-go I believe that Ohio State is the best team in the country I really do uh with that offense and the defense that is better than it has been in the past and the thing about me that i like about ohio state is that they can adapt and they can play in any type condition what i mean by that there's been two games this year where it's been raining windy it's been bad weather and they've adapted to that and they still continue to win uh they need to outscore you they can outscore you if they get behind for most of the game they find a way to win that's the mark of a true champion is Finding ways to win and adapting to, you know, your surroundings. Like that game against Northwestern, the winds were crazy. It was pouring rain. They struggled at the gate, but they found a way to win. The game against Penn State at Penn State. Penn State's not an easy place to win at. I don't know if y'all seen that stadium and the videos of that crowd. It is a very hard place to play. But guess what? They end up breaking through after trailing for most of the, for most of the game, and ended up winning by a couple of scores. Like that's the true tale to me of a champion. Now. I'm not crowning them as national champions yet. I'm just saying I believe they're the best team in the country. I believe that they are, and then followed by Georgia. But we'll see. We'll see if it comes down to them two. I, my dream scenario, I would love to see Georgia versus Ohio State for the national championship. I think that would be an incredible game. I think that would be an incredible uh, uh, you know, offensive uh, game on both ends, and we, and we will definitely see what Ohio State's made of. But I personally believe Ohio State's the best team in the nation. We will see. But C.J. Stroud, again, had a phenomenal game, uh, continues to show why he deserves a number one pick in the draft. Um, And we'll see. Moving on, guys. Michigan keeps flying under the radar. Number three, Michigan, defeats Nebraska 34-13. Blake our outstanding running back, led the way for 28 carries for 160 yards and a touchdown. That's the one thing that Michigan does well. They're going to play solid defense, and they're going to run the ball. And they do that with the best of them. This team has been under the radar all year, had not been talked about a lot. The biggest thing for Michigan is they, they got to go to Ohio State. That's going to be their season. I mean, I, I hate to say that one game, but that's it. That's going to be their season. They can go in and beat Ohio State, and they'll make it to the playoffs, and we'll see what happens from there. Moving on, number four, TCU defeats number 16, Texas, 17 to 10 to stay undefeated. Uh, Dugan Heisman, uh, a Heisman candidate, was 19 of 29 for 124 yards and a touchdown. Keandre Miller, the running back, 21 carries for 138 yards and a touchdown. So TCU continues to win, continues to play well. They sit at number four. As long as they win out, they'll make it to the playoffs. Um, Moving on, number five, Tennessee bounces back and defeats Missouri 66 to 24. Just took it to them. Um, Hooker was, the quarterback was 25 of 35, for 355 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, J- Jalen Wallet, Hyatt, excuse me, had seven receptions for 146 yards and a touchdown. So thing about Tennessee is, if they continue to win out, depending on how Everything falls with other conferences, other championship games, who comes out of what. They may still have a a solid chance to make the playoffs. Um, It just depends on how the other games go and who falls where. Um, But as long as Tennessee continues to win out, they may squeeze in there as a one-loss team. It just depends on the other championship games, conference championship games, excuse me, and who gets where. But right now, they continue to score well, continue to um, play well. Just kind of lost to Georgia, so we'll see what happens with them. Moving on, number seven, LSU loses to, R, oh, excuse me, defeats Arkansas 13 to 10. You heard me say lose. I picked Arkansas to beat them, not knowing that Arkansas's quarterback, starting quarterback, wasn't playing. So, but they still almost beat them 13 to 10. That sets up LSU playing Georgia for the SEC SEC championship game. Um, be honest with you, I don't have a lot of faith in LSU. Uh, they continue to play well though. Brian Kelly's doing a good job his first year there, but I, I don't trust him. Um, I think Georgia's going to walk all over, in well, my honest opinion. I think Georgia beat them by two touchdowns, but we'll see. Number nine, Alabama uh, defeats number 11, Ole Miss 30-24. to 24. You know, I've heard a lot of talk uh, here recently about the dynasty of Alabama's over. A lot of people saying Nick Rain's rain, uh, Nick Saban, his reign is over. You heard Paul Fennenbaum come on. You know, national and say Alabama's not Alabama's no more. Saban's time's over. I got news for y'all. This this dynasty ain't over. It's just a hiccup. It's just a hiccup in, in, in their run. Um, I believe that Alabama will bounce back. I believe that Alabama will continue to recruit well. Um, now, they're going to have to recruit another quarterback because Bryce Young will be gone. But I don't think this dynasty is over. I think they're going to bounce back next year, and you'll see Alabama come back with a vengeance. You'll see them come back... Um, and play well and rebound from a off year. So I don't think this dynasty is over. And for those that think the Alabama dynasty is over, slow down. Don't be so quick to think that because they ain't going nowhere. Uh, still a very good team, just not used to seeing them lose two games and possibly three. So Alabama still, you know, is a great program. And I saw something that said that Georgia is on the same level as Alabama. No, stop that. One national championship in the last, what, 10 years, stop that. They're not on the same level as Alabama, nowhere near. Now, they continue this run for another eight, nine years, where they win a few more national championships, continue to recruit well. Then we can start talking about that. But right now, they're not on the same level. They're just now approaching what Alabama's been doing for the last decade. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and stop that. Alabama it has been the best program in college football for the last decade, Teams are starting to catch up. I will agree to that. But I don't believe that this dynasty is over. Nick Saban will win another one before he walks away. Moving on. Number eight, USC Trojans defeat Colorado 55-17. They continue to play well with Caleb Williams, with Lincoln Riley. Um, They continue to play a good brand of football. Um, We'll see what happens with them, if they can sneak into the college football playoffs. See, the thing about the playoffs is it depends on and it will be a whole episode of me talking about this with you guys. It just depends on the, the, the games. Who falls where? Um, who wins what? When that weekend happens, I'll do an episode just on that, and we'll break down who wins what and the scenarios. But we'd be here all day, evening, night, whenever it is you listen to this. We'd, I, I'd be sitting here all day talking about it because there's so many different scenarios that can happen. And for me, it's easier to wait till we get closer to the national – a conference championship game, so we can see who who's playing and what, and where the standings will fall. But USC's been playing well all year. Of course, they need to win the conference championship game to to at least have a shot in the playoffs. So we'll see. And last but not least, number ten Clemson bounces back with a win over 31 to 16. Will Shipley led the way uh, in that game. uh Clemson, to me, still don't have a shot to make the playoffs. The schedule's not strong enough. A bad loss to Notre Dame. Um, Even if they win the AC Championship, which is going to be tough because right now it looks like they're going to have to play North Carolina and uh, Drake May has been unreal. (laughs) So we'll see what happens with them, but I don't expect Clemson to make the National Championship game, not with their lack of schedule, uh, lack of a strong schedule and, you know, a bad loss to Notre Dame. So we'll see. Uh, But that's it for college football. Uh, Like I said, I I believe Ohio State is the best team in the country. Shout out to Shane, my brother Shane Smith. Arguing with me, he thinks they're not. I think they are. I think they're the best team in the country. It's yet to be. We'll see. Um, but then you got Georgia who's still sitting at number one, who's still playing dominant, and we'll see, you know, where it goes from here. Um, hopefully, we get that matchup in the national championship game, but that's a long ways from now, and it's yet to be seen. So, good weekend in college football, good games coming up this weekend, uh, and we'll see what happens. Moving on, UFC 281 was this past weekend Dustin Poirier defeated Michael Chandler in the third round uh, by submission I went back and watched the highlights of that Poirier just controlled controlled the whole match really uh getting shots in and when he got him to the ground it, it was over um and Chandler lost that one and the main the main match of the night my guy Israel Adesanya who I thought was gonna win but he loses to Alex Perea in the fifth round after a fifth round TKO um israel looked like he controlled the match looks like he controlled the match most of the night was dominating the match it seemed like but alex Pereira just stayed in it i, I saw that i went back and watched the highlights of that as well of each round he just stayed in it Pereira just stayed in it he took shots it didn't matter he continued to work continue to battle continue to fight and he stayed in it and he knocked uh tko israel in the fifth round and I think everybody was stunned. I I really thought Adesanya was going to win. Adesanya, we know he's a confident guy, kind of a, you know, a a brash guy, cocky guy, uh, arrogant guy, but he backs it up. He's always backed it up. And so I thought that uh, Adesanya was going to win. But Perea hung in there and knocked him out. Uh, So we'll see. Uh, There's talks of a rematch between them two. I think it'll be a great fight. I think they should definitely have a rematch. uh, And we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, we're gonna take a short break real quick, and when we come back, we got some NFL to cover. Uh, I'm gonna cover some. I'm gonna cover some of the big games that went on, and then give you guys um, just the uh, scores. And then, like I said, we're gonna do something new. I'm gonna give you the predictions um, of NFL games uh, for next week, and also I'll give you my power rankings, and I will give you my MVP rankings and the rant of the week. I'm not gonna cover NBA this week. I'm gonna do another. You know, I always do a, just a single episode on the NBA. Be on the lookout for that as well uh, sometime this weekend or next week. But this is the All Things Sports Podcast with your guy, JR. We're going to take this short break, and I'll be right back. All right. Back, All Things Sports Podcast. Episode number twelve, digging into the NFL. Starting off with my Carolina Panthers. They defeat the Falcons twenty-five to fifteen. Should have defeated them the first go around We played them, but got a bogus penalty for DJ taking his helmet off. But that's in the past. We're gonna leave the past where it's set. Can't change it. But should have beat them anyways. Beat the Dirty Birds twenty-five to fifteen. uh Deontay Foreman led the way. 31 carries, 130 yards, and a touchdown. He has looked incredible since we've traded Christian McCaffrey. Um he's been one of the best running backs in the league, quite frankly, since we got rid of him. Um quarterback position is still an issue for my Panthers. Um PJ Walker played decent. I mean, it played great, played well. I've enjoyed watching PJ have some success, but the thing about PJ is he don't he, he to me he's reached a ceiling, you know. He's a backup quarterback. I don't think he's a starting quarterback in this league. Um, But I have enjoyed watching him produce. I have enjoyed watching him play all season long. Um, PJ has been great. I hope we can keep him going forward as a backup, as somebody that can fill in when we need him to. But he's been great for them. But he did leave, or didn't leave. But he is hurt uh, with a high ankle sprain. Um, So going into the matchup against the Ravens that got Baker Mayfield starting so I'll go ahead I'm gonna expect that to be a loss already not expecting anything from Baker but you know the Panthers continue to struggle um and they won this game but I hope they you know don't win much more (laughs) right now they sit third in the draft um behind the Texans and the Lions uh, they sit third right now. I want them to finish around that one, two, or three range to draft a quarterback. They really need to draft a quarterback. You know, it's hard to win in the NFL if you don't have the right person under center. It's just hard to win. And I think we have a very good defense. I think the Panthers have a, you know, a great young defense, great young core. Brian Burns off the edge at DN. end. Uh, Shaq Thompson continues to bring that veteran leadership at the linebacker position. J.C. Horn's one of the best corners in the NFL. Forget young corners, just one of the best corners in the NFL. Dante Jackson, he did tear his Achilles, so I hate that for him, towards Achilles, so he's out for the year, but he was playing well. We got C.J. Henderson, and we forget about Jeremy Chen. Jeremy Chen's been hurt, but he's one of the best young safeties in the game, can play anywhere, can play linebacker, can play free safety, can play strong safety, it don't matter. Jeremy Chen can play anywhere. One of the best players in the NFL. So we got good – and Derek Brown as well alongside of – Um, Brian Burns. So I'm telling you, we got a good core on the defensive side of the ball. We just need to get offense right. We got DJ Moore, um, who's been a very good receiver for us. So we just need to get our offense right, and that starts under center with either CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Moving on, what a game! Possibly a game of the year between the Vikings and the Bills. The Vikings defeat the Minnesota Vikings defeat the Buffalo Bills, 33 to 30. I don't know if y'all seen that play that Justin Jefferson made. Fourth and 19, Cousins just throw it up to him, goes up between three defenders, snags it with one with one hand, one-handed catch. That was a beautiful catch. One of the best, probably, if not best catches I've ever seen. Uh, that's not even exaggerating. If you ain't seen it, go look it up. I promise you, if you go to YouTube and type Justin Jefferson catch, it'll be the first thing to pop up. It was an incredible catch. And the thing I love about it was it was in a high-pressure moment. Uh, the game was going to be over if he didn't catch that. So, just, <laughs> just an incredible catch by. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say it. The best receiver in the game, Justin Jefferson. It, it, can't it, best receiver in the game, man. You know, for a long time, it was, you know, Devontae Adams for a long time. It was DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, kept going back and forth between them. Cooper Cup. Let's just go ahead and call it like it is. It's Justin Jefferson, and you got to throw Stefan Diggs in that conversation too. It's Justin Jefferson, best receiver in the game, 24 years old, can run every route, fast, can high point the ball, smart, um, tough, can block. Justin Jefferson, best receiver in the game. That's it. No arguments there. He continues to be incredible for that team. Kirk Cousins played decent, 30 of 50, 357 yards, one touchdown, did have two interceptions. Uh, He needs to clean that part up. But uh, Dalvin Cook outstanding running back 14 carries 119 yards and a touchdown so they played well um this minnesota team moves to eight and one uh second well now i guess they're tied in the nfc uh with the eagles one other second because the eagles had the tiebreaker so second in the uh, nfc behind the eagles um who we'll get to next but be on the lookout for this minnesota vikings team this minnesota vikings team is a very good team. I'm telling you, you gotta watch out for them. They're a very good team. Um, they're gonna be a problem. The biggest thing for them is, will Kirk Cousins produce when it matters? Will Kirk Cousins show up in the big game? That's the thing about him. So I think, Kirk. I'm not one of these people that's harsh on Kirk Cousins. I think that Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback and is an above average quarterback. Um, he can just needs to continue to play well. He, continue, he needs to make smart decisions. He Needs to play well when it matters to change that narrative. Now, uh, moving to Buffalo real quick. Another underwhelming performance for me uh, from Josh Allen 29 of 43, 330 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. And the two interceptions came, uh, you know, Patrick Peterson got both of them, but the last one. I mean, you can't make that throw. He looks like he threw a right to him. I don't even know if he saw him, um, but and a fumble. A fumble that led, you know, that tied the game. So, just Josh Allen has not been playing well. I don't know if it's due to injury. I don't know if it's the elbow that's completely bothering him. But just the last few weeks, he just hadn't been the same guy that we've seen early in the season. He did have... um, Sorry, let me look here. He did have six carries for 84 yards, um, but he's got to play better. Uh, he's had multiple turnovers over the last three games. Can't do that. Stefan Diggs led the way, 12 catches, 128 yards. Um, Josh Allen, to me has fallen down, you know, no longer the MVP leader. We'll get to that later. They moved to six and three. Gabriel Davis has to step up for them. Stefan Diggs has been phenomenal, has been catching everything. But Gabriel Davis has to step up. Dawson Knox, Knox the tight end, has to step up. They traded for Naheem Hines, uh, running back from the Colts. Maybe he can get involved some in the passing game as well. But uh, Isaiah McKenzie, they got to, somebody got to step up and help Diggs. And Josh Allen just has to play better. He has not played well moving on the washington commanders defeat the philadelphia eagles 32 to 21 the eagles are no longer undefeated taylor haneke was 17 of 29 for 211 yards in an interception terry mclaren scary terry had eight catches for 128 yards their Slay had been talking all that mess the whole year got burnt terry scary terry just had his way with him eight receptions for 128 yards brian robinson jr Just a phenomenal young running back, 27 carries, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Man, he continues to bounce back. If you don't know about Brian Robinson Jr., he got shot uh, multiple times in the leg early before the season started. Uh, Missed, I think it was maybe five games. Came back, has started for them, has looked well. You know, he said before the game that he's still not 100%, but he looks very good. Um, I hope he continues to recover. I hope he continues to bounce back uh from the injury but I'm, I'm rooting for the guy um you know it was it was unfortunate somebody tried to rob him shot him twice in the legs unfortunate that he has he's went through that but this young man has bounced back and he has looked phenomenal um running the football for this washington commanders team has took over the start running back position so i'm rooting for that guy hope he continues to do well hope he continues to run the ball well and continues to heal and get better physically um jalen hurts well hold on before we get to the eagles Carson Wentz is supposed to be cleared on the next week for the next game. I'll be honest with you guys, I don't think getting the job back. Um, he don't need to get it back. Taylor Honeck, he had not been phenomenal, but Taylor Honeck has been great. Outside of this one game with the one pick, he's he been playing turnover-free uh, football, really. Uh, been managing the team well. I, I think Taylor Honeck is gonna continue to lead this team until otherwise. So Carson Wentz, Glad you're back healthy. Glad everything's back normal. But I think he's going to be serving a backup role for now because Heineke has led his team um, to wins and got them back to 500. I think they're 5-5 five five now. So oh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> We're going to see what happens. But I, I don't know if he'll get his job back. So moving on, Jalen Hurts. Wasn't spectacular. 17 of 26, 175 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Devontae Smith led them in receiving with six receptions for 39 yards and a touchdown. Listen, this team is still a outstanding team. I don't think nobody expected them to go 17-0. I know I didn't, Um, but they're still an outstanding team. Um, They're still gonna be there in the end. Just cause they had this loss doesn't mean that it changes everything, but it did highlight some, I think some things that we need to watch out for. A.J. Brown only had one catch for three yards, I think it was, so they had him, you know, double teamed. They had him locked down. He didn't play well at all, but if you expect Jalen Hurts, listen, I I love Jalen Hurts. You know me. I've been rooting for him the whole time, Uh, but if you expect him to just drop back and consistently throw the ball from the pocket, that's not his game. You got his game is running the football. His game is making throws on the run. He can make throws from the pocket, but you can't keep him there the whole game. You got to design quarterback runs for him. You got to design him to roll out, hit people on the run, Um, screen plays. like That's his game. He does that very well, so um i think you got to continue to do that uh continue to feed miles sanders see if you watch the first half of that game miles sanders only had like three touches the first half and then when he started touching the ball in the second half they started running the option with hurts and sanders they started rolling they started scoring so you got to let miles sanders touch the ball um but the defense man the defense had been playing you know great but they gave up some big plays to this commander's team um in the back end and you know coming into this game the eagles were tied for the fewest turnovers in league history through eight games they only had three turnovers through eight games in league history they had three turnovers in this one game so they got to clean the turnovers up but trust me when i say this eagles team will be okay they just ran into a commander's team that came in and was well it was playing inspired football ron rivera lost his mom last week to cancer um may she rest in peace prayers to the rivera family um but you know he lost his mom so they came in inspired wanting to play for his for their coach and they ran it and the eagles ran into a team that was uh, you know that was more physical than them they were more physical in special teams they were more physical on offense defense anywhere they were more physical so the eagles will bounce back they're still a, a to me a super bowl contending team um but they lost this one 32 21 and they followed eight and one as well so moving on the Miami Dolphins, man. I'm, I'm telling you this offense with the Dolphins is unreal. They beat the Browns 39-17. Tua was 30, was 25 of 32, over 7 almost 70% completion. That's unreal. 25 of 32, 285 yards and three touchdowns. Newly acquired Jeff Wilson Jr. had 17 carries for 119 yards and a touchdown. He knows this system up and down. Mike McDaniels, you know, was the offensive coordinator for the 49ers. So he it's the it's. I ain't gonna say the same system, but it's a similar system. That's why I didn't take Jeff Wilson long to get accustomed. He knows the system. Uh, so he had a big time game. Jalen Waddle led the way with four receptions for 66 yards. Tyreek Hill had five receptions for 44 yards and a touchdown, and they moved to 7-3, and now they lead the AFC East. But this this Miami Dolphin, uh, Miami Dolphins team, I'm telling y'all, you gotta watch out for this team. This team can score. With anybody, Uh, if they can get this defense right, if they can get the defense to where it needs to be, I'm telling you, they're gonna be it's gonna be a problem. I want y'all to listen to something right here. I want y'all to listen to the stat that I found on Tua. His past three games have been the three highest-rated games of his of his whole career. In Week 8 at Detroit, he had a he had a a, a QB rating of 138.7, and at Chicago, 135.7. This past week, 135.0. I'm telling you Tua is unreal. Check this out. Check this one out. The Miami Dolphins are 14 and 1 in the last 15 games that Tua has finished and are 13 and 2 in the last 15 games that he has started. All this talk about Tua not being this, not being that. Let's put that to bed, please. Let's put that to bed. The dude is starting to win. The dude is starting to play well as you can see he continues to have a high completion percentage he leads the nfl and passer rating and it's not even close it's like 118 for the year the next closest i believe is pat mahomes in the 90s it's not even close it's not even close what two is doing as far as there. gotta be a, a, a mvp candidate he has to be i think at this point he is playing great football uh hopefully continues to stay healthy but this miami dolphins team they I think they're gonna be Super Bowl. I don't you know what I don't want to say Super Bowl contenders. They're gonna be AFC championship game contenders. The biggest question for me with them is their defense. Can their defense stop you know people when it matters the most? Can their defense step up? I think the addition of Bradley Chubb is gonna to continue to help them. Xavier Howard continues to be one of the best corners in the game. So we're gonna see what happens with that defense. But as long as that defense can play well, as long as that defense can step up. And, and, and produce this Miami Dolphins team is gonna be hard to stop and hard to beat. Um, the Browns offense looked bad once again. Uh, Brissett just, he's a backup, that's what he is. I like Jacoby Brissett as a backup, but he's not a starting cornerback in this in this game. Nick Chubb has 66 yards on 12 carries and a touchdown. I mean, Nick Chubb continues to play well, but here's the thing with them. They need Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson was clear to practice he can't play yet he can't play until week 13 against the texans his former team but he can practice now so i think getting him in practicing uh getting him some game reps it's not the same as a live game or a, a game against an opponent but getting him some reps is going to help him but they need to shine watching back um that, that's just what it is so after two years away for the game we'll see how Deshaun looks but i don't know i, I don't bank on him coming in and you know, being great just yet, I think that's that'll be next year. But just to give him some more games, for, for, you know, four games, because I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. I doubt it. To get him four games, to get some rhythm in, to see some live action, is going to help them a lot. Um, one more game before we step away for a break. Before I step away from a break, the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-17. Patrick Mahomes, again, played a a great game, 26-35, of 331 yards with four touchdowns and one interception. Continues to play well, continues to hit different receivers, uh, and continues to play at an MVP level. Travis Kelsey led the way, the outstanding tight end, six receptions, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Like I told y'all, Pat's the best quarterback in the game. Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the game. Uh, Newly acquired, Kadarius Toney four receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown so he showed up big Juju Smith Schuster uh, had to leave the game took a massive hit that didn't get a flag which surprised me um, and left the game he's in concussion protocol we'll see where he ends up and see where he um, if he can play or not but they moved to 7-2 and two. Patrick Mahomes continued to dominate and play well and to find different receivers um, you know what Kansas City does the question with them now is can they win another Super Bowl we know what they do in the regular season we know They've had playoff success. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes is showing that he can distribute the ball to different people, to different receivers. He's done that all year. So I think the question is, about is was it Tyreek's put to bed? I think for Tyreek, the question about, was it Pat? That's put to bed. We now know that they both are phenomenal players at their position, and they were just great together. But we know what the Chiefs do. The biggest question for them is, can they win when it matters in the postseason, get back to the Super Bowl, and win another one? But they moved to seven and two. Speaking of Jacksonville, Jacksonville continues to look good. I know this team's three and seven, but don't let that record fool you. This is a good young team, very good young team. I expect them to be better next year. I expect them to win eight or nine games next year. I think they're that good. With um, Trevor Lawrence, with Travis Etienne, Kristen Kirk has been great for them. I expect them to be good. They'll have Calvin Ridley next year as a number one. I think they're gonna be a very good team. So watch out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gonna take a short break real quick and we'll be right back to finish up some of the scores in the games and MVP rankings and predictions. And I'll be right back after this short break. All Things Sports Podcast with your guy, JR. Welcome back guys. All Things Sports Podcast with your guy Jr. Let's finish up with some of the games that I wanted to highlight scores and then we'll move on from there green bay packers the green bay packers that's been struggling the green bay packers that had lost five in a row defeat the dallas cowboys 31 to 28 don't know about y'all but i did not see that coming i would not have took the packers in this game i would have thought that the cowboys would dominate them and win this game but the green bay packers came out played well defeated the cowboys 31 28 aaron Rodgers led the way 14 of 21 of 20, which is crazy. He only threw the ball 20 times, but 14 for 20, 220 yards, three touchdowns. Rookie wide receiver, Christian Watson, stepped up in a big way. Four receptions, 107 yards and three touchdowns. Had a sensational game. And see, this is what I meant a couple weeks ago when I got on this rant about Aaron Rodgers not being a leader. This is what I meant. Trust your guys. Earlier in the game, Christian Watson had two passes that hit his hands that he dropped. But what did Aaron Rodgers do? He went right back to him. That's what you have to continue to do. You have to continue to go back to your guys, right? Continue to go back to them, even when they drop one. you got to show that you trust them, and when they see that their quarterback, their leader has trust in them, they'll produce. Like, yes, do they need to play better? They need to play better. They need to catch the ball. That's the name of the game, right? That's the name of the position. That's why you're a wide receiver. You need to learn, you got to catch the ball. But you got to show faith in these guys, right? You got to show faith in them and lead them in the correct way. And that's what he did. So, congrats to Christian Watson for having his first three touchdowns in his NFL career and his first 100 yard game. Big time performance. Hopefully, him and Aaron Rodgers can continue to develop consistency and a chemistry between them two. And Christian Watson looks like a very promising young wide receiver if he can continue to put the work in and continue to make outstanding plays like he did. The run game was great. They ran for almost 200 yards on this Cowboys uh, defense. Listen, Dallas's run defense is a problem. They got to fix that. But they continue to play well. I don't expect much from the Packers. I'll be honest with you. This was a great game. They may have found a, you know, something they were watching. Uh, maybe they continue to play better, but I don't expect them to be contenders. Moving on to the Cowboys. Dak Prescott was 27-46 for 265 yards and three touchdowns with two interceptions, Um, 46 times is too too many times for Dak to throw the ball. You don't need Dak throwing the ball 46 times. I told you guys, somewhere between 28 and 35 times for Dak is a great option for him to throw the ball. Maybe not even 35, maybe 30, but cannot have Dak Prescott throwing the ball 46 times. That's not his game. The Cowboys game is running the football. And... Tony Pollard had 22 carries for 115 yards and a touchdown. That's their game. It's running. Give them six or seven more carries. That's their. They didn't have Zeke this game because he was hurt, but that's the formula for them. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, play action fake, hit CD, hit Gallup, hit Dalton Schultz, hit Noah Brown. That's their game. Their game is run the ball and off the run game, distribute the ball through the air. Um, CD Lamb did have a, a great game, 11 catches for 150 yards, two touchdowns. He's starting to look like a number one receiver now after starting off the season slow. Now granted, Dak was hurt a little bit, so having Cooper Rush didn't help, but he's starting to come into his own. But Dallas always does this. This is why people don't believe in the Cowboys. They shouldn't have lost this game. They was up 28 to 14 at one point. They shouldn't have lost this game at all. This is a game they needed to win. Lucky for them, the Eagles lost, so they stay in that race. But this is a game that needed to win, man. This is why people don't trust them. Um, I still believe in that defense. The secondary is great, rushing the passer is great. The one thing they don't do well, they cannot stop the run. They cannot stop. They're, they're like the bottom half of the league in stopping the run. I think they're 28th in the league in stopping the run. They just can't do it. They have to get better at stopping the run. Michael Parsons looked like he was you know, uh, you know, know, limping a little bit. Don't know what's really going on with him, but he played through it. But they have to get him healthy. If they want any type of chance of winning, Michael Parsons has to be at least 90%. But Dallas needs to bounce back, and they need to continue to run the ball and play action fake and get Dak, you know, maybe do some uh, uh, roll, rolling him out some, getting him outside the pocket some. But th- their game is not letting Dak throw it 46 times. You will let Dak throw it 46 times, you're going to lose every time, every game. And that's not because I hate Dak. I like Dak. I think Dak's a very good quarterback. That's just not his game. Moving on. The Bucks defeat the Seahawks uh and germany 21 16 um i still don't believe in the bucks the seahawks i hate they lost this game i was rooting for the seahawks to win because i was rooting for gino to continue to play well but the bucks come out and beat them uh julio jones had a good game three catches 56 yards of touchdown tom brady continues to play well um almost 300 yards passing he did throw an interception but tom brady continues to do tom brady type things uh the lions defeat the bears 31 to 30 biggest takeaway from this game was justin fields justin fields continues to grow right before our eyes everybody uh 12 of 20 167 yards two touchdowns one interception 13 carries for 147 yards and two touchdowns he running on the ground he's starting to i I, I didn't think we would say this but he's starting to get in that lamar territory as far as running like he has become the he's got to be the second best running quarterback in the nfl he he might be the first right now i mean that's his second or third game you know, 100-plus yards rushing. He's been phenomenal. Um, so, Justin Fields continues to grow right before our eyes and continues to show that he's the answer there. The Giants, 24-16 over the Texans. Saquon Barkley, 35 carries, to so 150 yards of a touchdown. I'm going to say this. this is the only thing I have to say about that game, that's way too many touches for Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley. A guy with injury history for like him, 35 carries is way too many carries for him. He don't need to touch the ball that much. Um, you're going to put him at risk for injury. Um, they need more playmakers if you got if you got to throw the, the bank at odell go throw the bank at odell beckham and get him because you can't have saquon carrying the ball 35 times or he's going to end up hurt he's going to end up like he's been in the last few years hurt and not able to play so you cannot have saquon barkley running the ball 35 times that's not or touching it 35 times that's that's not going to work so but they continue to win continue to play well but they need more playmakers uh, the Steelers beat the Saints 20-10. to 10. The Saints just ain't what we thought they were. Uh, they need to go back to James Winston. Hopefully he's healthy enough to play. Alvin Kamara didn't do a single thing. They don't have nobody catching the ball. Saints are done. The Colts defeat the Raiders. Can't believe I'm saying that. 25-20. Um, Jeff Saturday, I guess, inspired them to win. Jonathan Taylor had 140 yards and a touchdown. Caused me to lose my fantasy game, but oh well. Um, he's, been, he's been phenomenal. Josh McDaniels... I, We'll get to him later. Cardinals, 27, Rams, 17. Didn't either team had a starting quarterback, Murray, or Stafford was hurt. Rams lose Cooper Cup to a high ankle sprain. Has to have surgery, going on an IR. The Rams season is over, officially over. They ain't getting nowhere. Uh, 49ers defeat the Chargers, 22-16. The 49ers can beat you any tight way. McCaffrey and Mitchell led the way in the backfield. Man, that's a, that's a scary running back combination. Uh, they both was gashing that defense through the air and through the ground. Um, you know, they got Debo. They got Ayuk. IU. IU had an incredible game. They got Kittle. They got Jennings. <laughs> check at the fullback position is a great player. This team is phenomenal. Um, defense is phenomenal. So just watch out for the 49ers as they continue to mess with each other and continue to um, learn each other. Moving on. We're getting to the all things sports power rankings, uh, coming in at number 10, I have the Seattle Seahawks at number 10. I still think they're a top 10 team in this league, even after a loss to the Bucks. I still think that Geno has played well, this defense has played well. Pete Carroll has coached them well, should be in the running for coach of the year because he's been phenomenal for them. At number nine, I know they had an off week this week, but the Baltimore Ravens, uh, they continue to play well, led by Lamar Jackson. I know that, you know, they're missing Mark Andrews and Brashad Bateman's out for the rest of the year, but hopefully Andrews can come back and step up for them. But Lamar does everything for this team and they continue to play well. At number eight, I know they're off this week, but the New York Jets, the Jets continue to play well um, after a strong win what, a couple weeks ago off the Buffalo Bills. They to or last week off the Bills. They continue to play well, continue to be a good you know, young team. We'll see, you know, where they go from here. Number seven, I have the San Francisco 49ers. I'm telling you guys, they continue to get better. As long as Garoppolo can protect the ball, make the right plays, they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. Um, At number six, I got the New York Giants. The Giants continue to play great defense, uh, led by by Saquon Barkley on the offensive end. Daniel Jones isn't turning the ball over. Brian Day Ball, coach of the year by far. So they're doing a phenomenal job. Uh, At number five, I got the Miami Dolphins. The top five, again, guys, it's always tough for me but I have the Miami Dolphins at number five. Um, the biggest question for them, like I told you guys, is defense. If their defense can play at an elite level, they can beat anybody. Um, at number four, I dropped the Buffalo Bills to four. They just hasn't haven't played well the last few weeks. The defense gave up 33 points to the Vikings. Uh, defense hadn't been as dominant. Offense hadn't been, you know, do y'all remember at the beginning of the season, it looked like nobody could stop this offense. Like nobody could hang in there with them. They've just fallen off. Josh Allen hasn't been, um, the MVP player that we thought he'd be uh, throughout the whole year. And some of that may be due to, you know, his elbow injury, but he hasn't been the same. So they sit at four. The Minnesota Vikings for me is at three off a big time win uh, off the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Kirk Cousins continue to play well. Justin Jefferson, again, best receiver in the NFL, continues to play well. Uh, Adam Thielen, uh, they got TJ Hopkinson now, Dalvin Cook, the list goes on. On the offensive side of the ball and defensively zendari smith has been phenomenal you know they stole him from the packers they still got harrison smith back there in the back end playing safety who did one of the best safeties this past decade um so they've been great coming in at number two philadelphia eagles um even though they lost this game to the commanders they're still a top two team in the NFL to me uh this is just one game um they will bounce back they will continue to play well and then number one the kansas city chiefs led by Patrick Mahomes, continues to play well, continues to play at an MVP uh, level. This defense continues to play well. That's the big question for them, too, is their defense. Can they continue to play well and hold people? You know the offense will find ways to score. So Kansas City at number one, Philadelphia Eagles at number two, Minnesota Vikings at three, Buffalo Bills at four, Miami Dolphins at five, New York Giants at six, San Francisco 49ers at seven. Uh, the Jets at eight, Baltimore Ravens at nine, and the Seattle Seahawks at 10. Moving on now to the All Things Sports MVP rankings. There's some new names. There's going to be a few new names in this. Uh, I right, I'm going to say few, but two new names in my rankings now. Coming in at number five, I can't believe I'm saying this Kirk Cousins at number five. Uh, Kirk Cousins, you got to give respect where respect is due. This team's eight and one. He's playing well as the quarterback leading them uh so i have Kirk cousins at number five At number four i have josh allen i dropped josh allen all the way number four just hasn't played well over the last three games he's still in the top five for me uh because without him they wouldn't even be six and three so you got to continue to keep josh allen in the rankings to me the top five and and if he balls out the rest of the year he can move back up but right now he's at four at number three Tua t i can't say his last name but Tua, I have Tua, the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins at three, continues to play well. I had Tyreek in here, but Tyreek didn't have a big game this last week. But Tua continues to find different receivers, continues to complete the ball at almost 70% on the season. That's seven. Just think about that, guys. Out of 10 passes, he completes seven of them. That's unreal. <laughs> that is unreal. He completes seven out of 10 passes. That's essentially what's that's saying. That's unreal. So, He's playing phenomenal. So you gotta give Tua credit where it's due. At number two, I have Jalen Hurts. Uh, Not a spectacular performance this past week, but he's led them to eight and one. He's been one of the big reasons why they're so good. So Jalen Hurts at two, and at number one, as Shannon Sharp would say, my homeboy, (laughs) Patrick Mahomes at number one. So I have Pat Mahomes at number one, Jalen Hurts at two, Tua at three, Josh Allen at four, Kirk Cousins at five. And my MVP rankings. Moving on. To wrap up the NFL, I told y'all I had something new that I wanted to do. Um, I'm going to go ahead and predict the winners uh, for next week. So, let's start with game number one. We have the Titans at the Packers. Um, I know the Packers came off a big win. I'm taking the Titans. I know you may say, what? They just defeated the Cowboys. I'm taking the Titans in this one. Uh, at Lam- I know they're going to be at Lambeau. Ryan Tannehill will be back. I got the... Um, I got the uh, Titans winning this one. Derrick Henry, I think, is going have a big game. They're going to have trouble stopping him. Uh, and I don't know if the Green Bay will be just, you know, emotional after this big-time win. I think the Titans are going to come in and get this one. Uh, game two, Panthers at the Ravens. I would love to pick my Panthers, but not going to happen. I got the Ravens winning this one. Bears at Falcons. I got the Bears pulling this one out. I think Justin Fields is going to <laughs> no gonna continue to have a field day. No pun intended. Going to continue to have a field day. On the ground and continue to play well so i got the bears winning this one browns at the bills i have the bills simply because i don't trust in the browns and i think josh allen you heard him post game he was ticked off so expect a big game from josh allen eagles at the colts i have the eagles winning this one uh bounce back victory after losing to the commanders i think the eagles go into indianapolis uh shut down jonathan taylor uh make matt ryan force him to you know make a couple of turnovers and i think the eagles run away with the win um jets at the patriots believe it or not i'm going to take the patriots uh patriots defense has been elite over the last three games um y'all know how i feel about zach wilson i don't know if i believe in him but i got the patriots winning this one rams at the saints i have the saints winning this one um i don't know if matt stafford will be back they have no cooper cup he was their only offense so i have the saints lions at the giants i'm gonna go with an upset here i'm gonna take the lions I know you guys may be like what but I, i'm going to take the lions here i think the lions come into uh, metlife stadium and i think they upset the giants the commanders at the texans i got the commanders texans are horrible they're 171 i think they're just horrible raiders at the broncos i'm going to take the raiders on this one i think they bounce back and get a win um it's going to be tough because that broncos defense only gives them 18 points a game so It's going to be tough, but I'm going with the Raiders. Cowboys at the Vikings, probably the game of the week. Um, I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. I think the Vikings continue to roll, continue to play well. Uh, They can't stop, the Dallas can't stop the run. So expect Dalvin Cook to have an incredible game on the ground. I'm taking the Vikings. The Bengals at the Steelers, give me the Bengals. I think the Steelers are, you know, not so good of a team. Bottom half team in the league. uh, The Bengals, you know, the last time we saw them, uh, they, they they played well against well I think they lost against the Browns and then they had that bye week so they destroyed my Panthers so <laughs> uh, but I think the Bengals win that one Chiefs at the Chargers uh, I'm taking the Chiefs in this one I think it's gonna be a high scoring game I think the Chiefs walk away with the victory uh, I think Pat Mahomes is gonna throw another three or four touchdowns I think Justin Herbert's gonna throw two or three touchdowns but the Chargers have a lot of injuries um defensively and offensively they haven't had Mike Williams or Keenan Allen for the last few games I don't know if they'll be available for this game I think Keenan Keenan Allen may be back but I don't expect much from him he hasn't played well all year just due to injury so I don't expect the Chargers to be that healthy so in saying that I'm taking the Chiefs and then the 49ers at the Cardinals give me the 49ers 49ers are the better team defensively and offensively I do not know if Kyler Murray will be back Uh, so those are just my picks for the games next week and we'll see where we fall at um going forward and next week so that's it for the nfl really quickly let's move to some uh major league baseball then the rant of the week and then the show will end um and the major league baseball rookie center fielder for the Atlanta braves michael harris the third or the second wins nl rookie of the year uh spencer strider another awesome rookie for atlanta finished second but michael harris played well for them hit over 20 homers hit right at 300 i think he had maybe 56 rbi and his defense was second to none it allowed acuna to go to right field and michael harris stay in center field michael harris gonna be around for a long time so that's a great great award for him happy for him atlanta has a great uh young core there rookie sensation uh, Julio Rodriguez wins the AL Rookie of the Year. He was phenomenal this year, man. Just what a talent he is uh, for the Seattle Mariners. Um, he won Rookie of the Year there, that's no surprise, uh, but he's gonna be around for a long time. So congrats to Michael Harris and Julio Rodriguez for winning Rookie of the Year. Uh, and other news, Anthony Rizzo returns to the Yankees on a multi-year deal worth up to 51 million. Kind of expected that to happen. Uh, they got to resign a few people. Aaron Judge noticeably still out there, which I told you guys, I don't think he'll resign with them. Um, I think he'll resign somewhere else. Somebody else is going to pay him a lot of money. I think he'll end up somewhere else uh, other than the Yankees. And just for fun, because you guys know um if you listen to this podcast regularly that I'm a huge Atlanta Braves fan, Cubs released Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward's 33. I think the Braves should resign him. Um, not to start him, but just as a utility player or a backup you know, outfielder off the bench uh, to have some uh, depth uh, for your outfield. Just re-sign Jason Hayward. He had his best year in Atlanta uh, when he was a rookie, hit 30 homers. Just re-sign him, man. I think that'll be a good pickup, good veteran presence, uh, and a good defensive guy uh, when you need to give Acuna a rest or when we need to give somebody in the left a rest, whoever that may be, whether that's Duvall or whoever. Uh, I think Hayward could fit that. And as we all know check up the grounds a free agent come over to atlanta we need you and resign sign if we can do those three things i will be a happy camper but that's all i have for major league baseball i'll keep you guys updated as things come out so um right before we end guys i always give you my rant of the week but before we get to the rant of the week i want to send out prayers uh to the three young men That were killed from the virginia football team uh they were shot and killed on the bus by a former player a student there um it's just such a tragedy one of the guys were from south carolina the home state that i am in um such a tragedy to these three young men so prayers up to their families prayers up to um all their family members uh this is such a tragedy sorry to hear about that they are going to be in our thoughts and prayers and i hope and pray that um you know that peace and comfort will be over their families and that this guy uh, serves time like he needs to uh, but uh, again once again prayers to the three young men that were shot and killed uh, just a tragedy and also to that campus for the kids that knew them um, so I, that's something that we I hate to hear about uh, but I wanted to get that out there and uh, pray for the family um, moving on to my rant of the week um, NFL stop giving coaches stop giving coaches the, the, the wrong job and what i mean by that josh mcdaniels josh mcdaniels started out 6-0 and with the broncos uh we had the tim tebow it was tim tebow era he started out 6-0 and since then he has been horrible i think he's been like seven and twenty something since then have been absolutely horrible this raiders team this raiders team was I made the playoffs last year, now they're two and seven. They were 10 and seven last year, now they're two and seven. Stop giving the wrong coaches these jobs. Give minority coaches a shot, give them a chance. We know what Josh McDaniels is by now. He's not a good coach. You know, um, not Al Davis, because he's passed away, rest in peace. But Mark Davis, his son came out and said that Josh is doing a fantastic job and Rome wasn't built in one day. They were in the playoffs last year, Dodo. They made the playoffs. Now they're 2-7. And, and you added Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. What do you mean Rome wasn't built in one day? What do you mean he's doing a fantastic job? You added a top three receiver. You know, at the time, was the best receiver in the game. You added him. You added Chandler Jones, who's a great defensive end. And he's doing a fantastic job at 2-7. and seven. And Ron wasn't built in one day. Man, get out of here with that. Stop giving this guy a job. He's an offensive coordinator. He's not a leader of men. He's trying to be Belichick and he's not Belichick. Stop giving these coaches jobs that we know is not gonna pan out. Give other people chances. Give minority coaches chances. Give other people that's went through, not, not just minority coaches, but other coaches that have been through the, you know, offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, that's put the work in, give them chances. We know what Josh McDaniels is right now. He's not a good coach. And if you think that he's going to continue to be a good coach, Mark Davis, then continue to be mediocre, because that's what y'all are going to be. You're going to be terrible, and you're going to be mediocre if you continue to think that Josh Allen, is, or excuse me, that Josh McDaniels is doing a great job, because he isn't. He's terrible. He's not a good coach. He's just an offensive coordinator. That's my rant of the week. I'm tired of seeing this guy getting jobs. I'm tired of seeing people talk about Josh McDaniels. He burned the coach when he turned the job down, accepted it, and it didn't show up and couldn't even be a man about it and say hey i'm not taking the job just didn't show up he burned them went back to new england had success because he had brady sucked at denver now he goes to las vegas and now he's two and seven it, it guys is showing he's not a good coach all right he's not he should be fired he should be done after this year but we know he won't because why rome wasn't built in one day i guess he, i guess they're gonna continue to be mediocre thank you guys for listening to the show Uh, thank you again for all the support be on the lookout for the nba episode uh coming up in the next few days i appreciate everything guys hope you have a great day night evening whatever it is that you're listening to this this is the all things sports podcast with your guy jr hope y'all have a fantastic rest of your week and weekend peace out